I want to talk about sedition. Let's talk about sedition, shall we? What are the people that have been convicted of January 6th atrocities? I mean, it was, it was, it was literally like Pearl Harbor. It was, it was as bad as Pearl Harbor, say, they say January the 6th was. So in order to, to crash, in order to crash the servers, or the, uh, the vote, if you will, on the, uh, whatever it was that they were getting ready to vote on the floor, I guess the, uh, the, the, the fake continuing resolution, the Democrats, the, the, the radical nutbag Democrats, which is most of them, had decided that they had, to, that they had to try something. They had to figure out some kind of way to stop the vote. Um, and since they didn't have the votes to stop the vote, imagine that. The people that run around lecturing us about democracy all day long, since they didn't have the votes to stop the vote, like me yelling, stop the tape! Got this guy, we got this guy, Jamal Bowman. They got this uh, Jamal Bowman clown to go and pull the fire alarm. How many of you remember when you were little children in school? Remember in like in the first or the fifth grade, they put the fire alarms high enough so the kids can't pull them? <laughs> so they, in, in, in elementary school, they mount the fire alarms at like five feet, so little short teachers and, uh, and uh, first through fifth graders can't reach them. And uh, then they came up with the idea they put a little, uh, you got to break the glass uh, in order to, to get the fire alarm pulled. <laughs> but I can remember in homeroom, every year all the way up until like high school, I remember the homeroom teachers coming in and uh, giving us a lecture about not pulling the fire alarms. Uh, the only instance where, in it where a student would ever pull a fire alarm is if there was actually flames chasing you down the hall. <laughs> if you were running from the human torch uh, or from, a, uh, from a, a fireball like in Donkey Kong and it was chasing you down the hall and you ran past the fire alarm and no one had pulled it, then you could stop and pull the fire alarm. You didn't pull it if someone's choking. You didn't pull it if somebody fell. You didn't pull, you was, there, was no, there was no reason to ever pull the fire alarm. But we all knew where they were is the point. I knew where the fire alarms were. Now, this is just building security 101. How many of you know what a fire drill is? Oh, here comes a big one. What's a fire drill? Well, um, a fire drill is when the people in charge of the building that you, that you, uh, that you be working in uh, endeavor to inform everyone that's in the building what to do in the case of an actual emergency, right? Yeah, and sometimes I just spring it on you. You'd hear the... Hey, man, wait, the world's coming to an end. What's that? I was just saying, we did them all the time. We'd have to file in, in single file line outside. We'd have to stand in line. Teacher would do a head count real quick, and we'd wait, and then we'd all get to go back in. Yeah, so you, so everyone knows what a fire drill is. What are the, it's one of the things, though, that you find out that, uh, that happens during a fire drill. Um, the alarms go off just like it's the real deal. Mm -hmm. 
And since you already got the instruction in homeroom of where the fire alarms were, uh, no one actually goes and pulls it, but you are reminded again where the fire alarms are. Well, I know for a fact that they do fire drills in the Capitol. I, I, I know for a fact that they do them. Hey, in, in any any larger uh, uh, building like that, you're going to do fire drills. You're going to you're going to you're going to go through what to do if there ever is a fire. Because somebody probably pulled the fire alarms on January the sixth, I imagine. Um, so for this clown <laughs> to, get to go, no, he put a statement out. Oh, I I was trying to get into this room, and I thought that this was the switch, that this was the button. What is this? An episode of Get Smart? Are there like secret chambers in the House of Representatives that we don't know about? You, you got to hear this. So you got to hear the Democrats going on television and apologizing for this. Uh, why weren't Republicans allowed to go on television and uh, apologize for January the 6th rioters? Because remember, it was our sacred democracy. We just had the montage not, not, not a week ago about it. This is a threat to our democracy. Um... So we're going to go over this. We have some digital media files uh, we'll get to uh, here uh, uh, with this. Uh, Matt Gates says he is not backing off trying to depose Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Now, I don't think he's going to be successful. I don't think that this is going. He says that he thinks that, he, well, okay, he gave himself an out because he told Jake Tapper... Well, if I'm in here next week and McCarthy is still there, it's because the Democrats bailed him out. Well, you, there's one thing you can rely upon Democrats doing. It's whatever is good, true, and beautiful and needs to be done, they won't do it. They're going to do the opposite. So relying upon the Democrats to get rid of Kevin McCarthy, which at this point, uh, what's the point? What's the point? You know he's going to make that the Democrats got everything they wanted, and even their 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 funding on Ukraine. Bonnie Hemingway has a piece today at thefederalist.com. Uh, by the way, welcome back to the Mike Church Show. We are back live now. We had a issue with a piece of equipment that was... It was um, my fault. Uh, Just uh, tell them I did it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them that you did it. Um, I did it. I already told them I did it. Okay. Well, in, in, in to try and rearrange and, and, uh, and make organized the... The Walls in and West studio here, a piece of equipment was attempted to be moved, and it fell. And when it fell and hit the ground, it knocked the uh, the, the internet connection we were using to talk to the studio. And, there's, and in this instance, I don't have... I have a backup device, but I don't have a... I don't have a backup one of those. Um, uh, I, have a, I have something I could have uh, that I could have used if... The Starlink would give me a, a LA in connection, but the Starlink doesn't. Um, so I had to figure out. I actually had to fig- figure out the the the, uh, the the Nighthawk. Anyway, figured it out. We're back on, and and and, and glad to to, uh, to be here because we had uh, we had some great momentum going into the seven eight hour. <laughs> um, but all, as I said, all is not a loss because. Schaefer and Caesary and the rest of the uh, the uh, the uh, executive program directors out there that that program the uh, radio station and find every fault with every missing comma and semicolon um, 
had a hell of a day. I mean, this this is Christmas. We we, we provided Christmas. Christmas in October. They got to open all kind of presents. All right, let's do some digital media files while we're on the subject here. And Molly Hemingway has a piece. Despite growing opposition and serious problems at home, Democrats make Ukraine funding their top priority. Highest priority, Larry. It's our highest priority. Um, yes, it is their highest priority. Ask yourself the question, why? By the way, by the way, why aren't the Democrats the usual suspects? Why isn't Lindsey Graham, who is one of them, I think it's one of the, uh, the American people ought to be proud of uh, the money that we spent over there. We never should have got out of Afghanistan. But we need to get back. Uh, we got to stay in Ukraine. Uh, uh, and the American people ought to be proud of all the work that's been done by, 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 by leader Zelensky, including putting all them 12 political parties out of business uh, and hiring and bringing in Marina Abramovic, a world-renowned artist, to fix the schools and the cheerings. Why are they out there bragging about? I mean, she's their poster witch. I haven't heard peep since Zelensky did it. You would think that they'd be singing this one from the rooftops. You'd be thinking that they'd be bringing placards into the debates where uh, funding Ukraine is an issue, you'd think that they would be bringing the giant posters and setting them on the easels and then going like, you see this? This is a result of our funding. We have the world-renowned performance artist is going to go in there and help rebuild Ukraine and help get the schools and the children right. Oh, you mean the spirit-cooking pedo-satanist wacko? Not a word. Not a word. Which is surprising. Because I think that they were probably very fond and proud of that moment. Here, we're going to start at the top with the digital media files today. You know, we didn't do a sound check on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, 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 folks. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Here's uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy on the Jamal Brown pulling of the firearm. Remember now, it was just, it was literally like Pearl Harbor yesterday. I was really appalled of watching Democrats' actions today, to delay it to get to a shutdown. But when we found that an individual elected to Congress would pull a fire alarm, that's a new low. We watched how people have been treated if they've done something wrong in this Capitol. It'll be interesting to see how he is treated on what he was trying to obstruct when it came to the American public. That's right. Sacred institution was doing sacred services and sacred business the sacred duty of the representatives was interrupted because of a fire alarm it was and some of the members are so traumatized still i mean alexandria ocasio cortez when she heard the fire alarm was trapped in her office and heard half-naked, bare-skin-clad Viking horn man's footsteps again coming down the hall. She fled into her bathroom and locked the door, shivering and cowering in fear, knowing 
that some member of the Republican caucus was coming to kill her. I mean, it was literally like Pearl Harbor again. But wait a minute. According to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, there's nothing to see here. And, and, and even if he did do it, those nasty guys in the other party deserved it. Hmm. I wonder if the uh, people that were in on the 2020 election conspiracy that were about to cement that into the record books and cement the regime leader's coup, I wonder maybe if some of them didn't deserve it. Hmm? Here's, uh, uh, okay, speaking of, so Jake Tapper goes like, oh, come on, come on. You know, you, 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 is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back, Alexandria? So here is AOC explaining, it was literally like Pearl Harbor, the fact that, and look, in every, every building that I've ever been in, I've had to ask people that are in the know why the people that designed and built the building put fire alarm levers and made them look like access panels to get into secret rooms. Maybe there's something going on here that we're not even thinking of. Maybe there is a secret passageway. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here here is Alexandria Casia Cortez, CIA operative by the way, uh, trying to explain away the great fire alarm Pearl Harbor moment of 2023. There was an interesting moment uh, over the weekend when your New York colleague, Congressman Jamal Bowman, and he's under investigation for this now after Capitol Police say he pulled a fire alarm mm -hmm. in one of the House office buildings. Democrats were trying to delay a vote, a final vote on the bill. Uh, there he is uh, pulling the fire alarm. He says it was an accident. He thought pulling the alarm would open a door uh, based on the fact that the doors to his right there were locked and there was a sign that he said he was, con I think someone said it was confusing. I'll be honest, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. Have you talked to him? What's going on? You don't want to go to jail for 20 years. You see some of the photos of the signs. I think there's there's something to be said about the government's about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. He pulled a fire alarm? So what I'm here to say is that House administration and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are an active and he's fully Just participating in saying the there was a misunderstanding. But what I do think is important to raise is the fact that Republicans, oh! representatives like Nicole Maliotakis and others, immediately moved to file motions to censure, motions to expel before there, before there has even been conversations that are, that are finished to even see if there was a misunderstanding here. Have but what they been. did do while they did that what they did not do was to commit to the same when George Santos was actually found guilty after a thorough investigation of 13 federal charges. He's indicted on everything from wire fraud to actual lying 
of, of oh, House investigators, that. and they have been buddying up and giggling with him on the House floor, and they are protecting someone who has lied to the American people, lied to the United States House of Representatives, lied to congressional investigators. What but does that have to do with Paul uh, Fire Alarm? To expel a member who, in a moment of panic, Just was trying to escape the a question, dumbass. Give me a break. And so the idea Give that like there is somehow stuff. any kind of equivalence to someone who is actively trying to clear up a situation that he himself admits he's embarrassed, he released a statement last night, he apologized, and they are protecting someone who has not only committed wire fraud, not only defrauded... Okay, we get it. He, he like he committed like wire fraud a nation and wire fraud of fire and stuff. And he's like still in the water, like cracking jokes and stuff with him and and, and stuff and, and like wire fraud. And and and, 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 and he's still like in, in the House of Representatives. I don't even know who this guy is. The dude she's talking about. I never even heard of him before today. Well, what does that have to do with Jamal Brown committing an act of sedition? The sacred process of the sacred democracy was interrupted. The facts aren't in question here. Should he have been censured? Who was it? Marjorie Taylor Greene was like, I demand a Department of Injustice investigation be opened immediately here. I wonder if he posed for any selfies in front of the fire alarm. Here's an even better one. You know how they got him? Because they didn't know who it was. They, they're, they're looking around going, what the hell? What, a fire drill? You know how they got him? Now, the people that are the perpetrators and the funders of the surveillance st- state are some of the dumbest people on earth when it comes to being surveilled. Why didn't that idiot know? Maybe he did know and did it anyway. Why didn't he know that there was a security camera pointing right at that fire alarm? Gee, it's almost like it was set up that way. (laughs) It's almost like somebody went, hey, should we put surveillance cameras on the fire alarms? I mean, we could, but you really think there's any member that's that dumb? That would intentionally pull a fire alarm. I mean, come on! These people are these people are whacked out of their gourd, but they're not that whacked out of their gourd. Uh, <laughs> there's a security camera that's pointed directly at the fire alarm. It's not in the vicinity. That's the actual picture. It's pointed at. <laughs> Now you tell me how that looks like. A All right, Maggie's just thrown in the uh, chat room the actual emergency exit only. Emer- it's a big giant red sign that says emergency exit only. Push until alarm sounds. It actually says push this button and the alarm will sound. Door will unlock in 30 seconds. So I guess you're kind of trapped inside. Well, no, I, no, I, I was lost. He said he was lost. And he was trying to get wherever it was he, he uh, that he said he was trying to get to. But he only started saying that. Mm-hmm. When it was revealed that he had violated uh, some arcane federal statute that carries a 20-year prison sentence with it. But then again... He's a Democrat, and that's what they do. Now, who is this Jamal Bowman creep? This is who he is, remember? 
Let me take you back to March of this year. Here he is in the floor of the house. Here, here he is in the rotunda, in the public part of the sacred halls of the sake of our sacred democracy. Here he is accosting Congressman uh, Thomas Massey, sassy with Massey. Children at all. those uh videos or storylines from dateline you know when a husband murders a wife or a girlfriend or whatever the warning signs are here people this was a red flag this was a warning sign (laughs) this man is not all there and he did it publicly so yes of course he pulled the fire alarm and of course he did it on on purpose and by the way he is also a fag hag with the squad yes he is He's one of those that hangs out with the squad. I guess he's their body... Uh, I was going to say body garb, but this, that's a strong word, garb. I guess he is there and body. Yeah, that's even stronger. Um, uh, I guess he is their demon spirit protector person. Uh, in any event, look, I think this is just, I think it's hysterical. I think that the that the, the entirety of the federal government of the United States is already a joke. All this does is, may, is just add another punchline to it. Uh, these people aren't serious about anything. When you're running around spending $2 trillion that you don't have, knowing that somewhere in the future there's either a bankruptcy moment or an insolvency moment or generations that haven't even been born yet are going to have to pay it back. And you can and you can continue to do this. Um, you got a screw loose in your head. There's something that's not right about that. Anyone that can internalize that kind, it ought to be a crime. 
But that kind of disordered thinking and then do it continually. It's like being a serial killer. Some would say psychopath, but isn't a sociopath a better uh, description? Because a psychopath has remorse. These people don't have any remorse. A sociopath has no remorse. A sociopath goes through the emotions of the habit, which is killing, for the most part, or raping or whatever, and then has no remorse over it. So aren't these people sociopaths? They don't go into public and apologize for this stuff. Do Do they even entertain... Any remorse over what it is that they do? I don't think so. Mike Churchill here on the Crusade Channel, always on air, always online at crusadechannel.com. This portion of the program brought to you by the Founders Trade and Post Store. Uh, Lots of great fresh coffee is in the Founders Trade and Post Store. Is in the Founders Trade and Post store at shop.mikechurch.com. Order you a bag or 16 today so that uh, we can order some more fresh and some uh, new coffee drinkers. You're going to buy coffee anyway. Why don't you get it from us? Shop.mikechurch.com and tell us that we sent you. You can also mail your order in. And you can just print it out and write a check. Don't want to go through the credit card process? We don't want to go through it either. Simply mail your check or your donation uh, to P.O. Box 400, Madisonville, Louisiana, 70447. P.O. Box 400, Madisonville, Louisiana, 70447. Let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, you got to hear this one. Play the nutbag with the with the, the the little girls in the shower. Nothing can prepare you for what you're about to hear, ladies and gentlemen. This is Arizona State Senator. What is what is in the water in Arizona? And by the way, where's Katie Hobbs? Do we know? Is Katie Hobbs did the governor of Arizona ever go back? We we, we were searching for to see if we could find any news story out. Because remember last week, she turned power over to the state treasurer uh, because she, uh, another Democrat hissy fit stunt. They didn't get their way. They behave like children. This is what children do. So she took her ball and left. And she literally told the people of Arizona, they're not giving me my way. <laughs> and I'm so angry about it. I'm going to go like, visit a friend in Virginia and stuff. I don't even want to be your stupid governor anymore. Don't know if she ever went back. Uh, this is Arizona State Senator Christine Marsh. So apparently there is a effort or a bill of some sort in the Arizona legislature to put naked schoolboys in the showers with naked schoolgirls. Now, the boy's not a boy, though. He's transitioned into a girl, even though he still has a Johnson. Now, some of these individuals that we call parents... They like that idea. 
And so they called their representatives up and demanded that this be dealt with and that it be squashed in the hallowed halls in the sacred democracy that is the Arizona State Assembly. Uh, And uh, apparently there was an effort underway to actually squash it. And this is when Representative Marsh offered her solution to the problem. Listen. I just would like to point out that we could have just passed the law that schools have to have shower curtains and it could have solved this whole thing. I wasn't kidding. I mean, people kind of chuckled, but I'm not kidding. That should be the law. Schools have to have shower curtains, period. End of story, Um, I vote no. Okay, so shower curtains are is the solution. But wait a minute, don't you want the full effect of the tranny boy and the girls' shower? Or shouldn't the girls have to look? Certainly the boys that are faking like their girls want to look. So the solution is shower curtains. Well, what do you do between the shower and the locker? Oh, so shower curtains and towels then. Better make sure the towels are big enough. And you better make sure that they cover all of the girl, right? Shower curtains. And then she says, end of discussion. End of story. Full stop. Shower curtains. I'm not going to tell you that these people are deranged because you already know that they're deranged. <laughs> but... Derangement syndrome in public. Um, I wonder what a practical joke could be played on Sharon Marsh or Christine Marsh. Boy, and to add insult to injury, Christine. Note how the the bad guys, how the bogeys, always love to take something. Like the, like the name of Christ, feminize Christine, and then make something horrid, ugly, vile, disgusting, perverted out of it. By the way, why is it always women that are doing this? I can't be the only one that notices that it's almost always broads that are doing this. Whenever there's some father is being dragged into court because he went, uh, I don't want my son's Johnson cut off. I don't want him put on drugs that's going to keep it at a 11-year-old pre-puberty status either. These are all attempts to sterilize fertile children, by the way. If you're a new listener or you haven't heard this before, that's the, what's going on with that is an attempt to sterilize. That's what it's all about. It is about, at the end of the day, depriving God of future inhabitants for his kingdom because that's what children are it's our job to see to it that that's what they become Uh, but these are sterilization efforts and it seems it's always women it's always women no one ever bothers to try and explain this Uh, I give you the 30 second version it's because it's, it's an affront to the model that God chose for all women. Her name's Mary. Perhaps you've heard of her. And uh, so you want to 
to a maximum offense against God, what would you do? You would create what my friend Carrie Gress, the author, calls anti-Marys. So this is just a bunch of anti-Marys. Ultimately hoping, basically, that God's watching and that he gets angered. Wait a minute. He's a merciful God. You really think that you and your little pipsqueak, deranged, millstone-craving, pedo-coddling self, that you could really, that you could anger the creator of heaven and earth? Maybe he's laughing at him. What else do we have here? I, I, it's, I think it's likely that he's laughing. All right, here's the one I was talking about with Lindsey Graham. About, I, I want someone to explain to me. I am King Dude at ProtonMail.com, CrusadeChannel.com forward slash chat. I want someone to explain to me the logic of if Putin loses, if Putin wins in Ukraine, then China wins in Taiwan. Are there, is there anything else that's going to happen as a result of Putin? And by the way, how does Putin win in Ukraine? Anyone that's been paying attention to this would know that Putin's only concerned with a very small portion of one western part, or eastern part rather, southeastern part of Ukraine. He's not concerned with the rest of the Ukraine. He hasn't invaded the rest of Ukraine. He doesn't want to run it as a cesspool filled. It's like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi said of Mos Eisley. It's a, it's a hive of, of scum. It's a hive of scum and villainy. Come, we must be careful. Uh, Putin wasn't, doesn't want to run Ukraine. But here, here's Lindsey Graham. This pretty much everything you need to know about this. Listen to this illogic here. Have you asked uh, Donald Trump, your friend, to come out and publicly support more aid to Ukraine and to push some of these skeptical members of the Republican conference? I'll leave it up to him to what to do, but he wanted to get out of Afghanistan. Well, Vladimir Putin has been praising him for his comments about Russia. Here's what I'll say about President Trump. He did not pull the plug on Afghanistan, even though he wanted to. The biggest mistake we've made since the war on terror is withdrawing from Afghanistan. Stop the president the, Trump and the biggest mistake since the war on terror is the war on terror. Anybody else. If we pull the plug on Ukraine, that's ten times worse than Afghanistan. Stop there goes Taiwan. the tape. If we pulled the plug on Ukraine. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It almost sounds like we're that we have something that we're plugging. It almost sounds like like no, it can't be. Doesn't that sound like we're fighting a a war? Yeah. It sounds like the, 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 that we're fighting a war in Ukraine because we were certainly fighting one by admission in Afghanistan. But by, by the by, from November of two thousand and one until Joseph Robinette Biden pulled the plug in spring of 2021 that's 20 years where's their liberal democracy where's their women lesbians out there running for office 
Where's their, remember in Iraq, the purple finger? Remember? See, that's why we went to war against the Iraqis. So they could dye their fingers purple? <laughs> what do you have to show for the war, for the war, uh, for the war on terror in Afghanistan? We should have never should have pulled the plug on Afghanistan. If you've seen the television commercials of all the men that have been maimed, have had arms cut off, have had legs blown off, have been scalded uh, by third-degree burns, uh, or have been burned with uh, third-degree burns over their whole body. You know, the, 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 the couple of guys that you see on the Wounded Warrior commercials or whatever, uh, were never going to be able to grow hair again. They lost all their hair. Uh, they've, been, they've been disfigured and all that. Am I the only one that sees these commercials? This is the fruit of Afghanistan. And don't lecture me about how the war on Tarek, we had to go over there and fight it over there to stop it from being fought here. Because even after 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 20 years, does anyone buy any of this? I don't even I don't even think the neocons, the Decepticons themselves believe this crap. But here comes the part about China, China, China and, and Taiwan. To stop funding Ukraine is a death sentence for Taiwan. Putin will keep going. You missed all of World War II if you don't know how this uh, movie ends. To the Republicans who say Ukraine doesn't matter to us, you're wrong. Respectfully, you're wrong. The war gets bigger, not smaller. There goes Taiwan. If Ukraine can beat Russia, China's less likely to invade Taiwan, and Putin gets stopped. Have you asked? Uh, I don't even feel like talking about this anymore. I really don't, but I'm going to just for a minute. There is no scenario under which Ukraine beats Russia. It's it, it's it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Remember, remember, he wants to bring up World War II. Fine, let's bring up the Battle of Stalingrad. What happens when? Significant parts of the German army under Hitler went to go beat Russia. What happened? And the Germans, the Germans were armed. The Germans had Tiger tanks. The Germans had real fighting men. They had actual Nazis, and they were damn proud that they had Nazis. What happened when the Germans went to go beat Russia? Um, well, I seem to recall that the Russians won and that the Germans lost. There's no scenario under which Germany or Ukraine is going to beat the Russians. Uh, if, if it was, even if the United States were to commit and Congress were to declare war on Russia tomorrow and fight it through Ukraine... The faggot forces that we currently have with a faggot coddling leadership are going to get blown and so are we to kingdom come. The Russians aren't going to play with this anymore. You know why this war is still going on? Because the Russian rules of engagement are made so that the brutal attacks that we keep hearing about don't actually occur because if they did and if the Russians really wanted to beat the Ukrainians then Putin would put the 
majority of his army, you have to leave some uh, in reserve, but the majority of the Russian Federation forces, and they would make a column for Kiev. They go in, they would bomb the snot out of Kiev, they'd cut the power off, they'd cut the freaking water off, and then they'd go in and they'd shut the government down after they took the city, and if the little coward Jew hadn't fled yet, they'd go capture Zelensky, they'd put him on trial as a war criminal, and then they'd run Ukraine from Ukraine. Then they would take over, but that's not what they've done, and that's not what they have aims to do. So why does this continue? Because the Russians don't want a full-blown war against all of the people of Ukraine. Especially the people in the southeastern part in the Donbass region. But then again, if you're listening to this show, you already know most of this.